Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. After a talk with Captain Russo this afternoon, Aunt Mary Lane had left Del Shipley's apartment in Chicago and gone to an address the captain had given her, that of Anna Bartok's rooming house in Gary. Captain Russo had brought her up to date on what they'd accomplished so far in the effort to trace Mario Descari. He had described Sergeant Jackson's discovery of Anna as she bought a copy of the Wakefield paper at a stand in Chicago. Although the girl denied her reason had any connection with Mario, Russo was convinced she did know the young man's whereabouts. But there was no way to force the admission from her, for Anna had given the police no reason to take her into custody. The only hope was the possibility that Anna's resistance might be broken down. And that was why Aunt Mary decided to see Anna. The girl had been drinking when she arrived, and it had taken Mary Lane some time to persuade the young woman to open the door. But now, Aunt Mary sits in a straight-back chair facing the defiant girl who was sprawled on the studio couch. Aunt Mary looks gravely into the other's face as she says, My name is Mary Lane. Mrs. Mary Lane. From Whitefield. Yes, Anna. I'm a friend of Mario Descari's. Who's he? Never heard of him. Well, not until today. Are you quite sure of that? So what goes on here anyway? How come you know my name in the first place? I was going to ask how it was you recognized mine. Was it something you read in the Wakefield Sentinel? That's right. Been reading the Wakefield paper every so often. How's the supper club? I understand some grammar girl from Chicago is making quite a thing of it. I see you've really been studying our little paper. Sure, I bought it a couple of times. So what happens? All of a sudden it's open house around here. First the cops and now you. Everybody wants to know about some guy named Mario Descari. And then just because my janitor takes it into his head to beat it, everybody gets the idea there's some connection. We're very anxious to find out where Mario Descari is. That's why we have to follow up every clue which looks as if it may lead us to him. Well, you're all wet if you think you'll find any clues around here. You might just as well believe me. Get you a lot of trouble. Perhaps it was a mistake for me to come here. But I'm not sure of it. Not yet. What do I have to do to convince you? You'll have to make me believe you're telling the truth. Are you going to sit there and tell me I'm lying right to my face? I didn't say that. But I can't help feeling you know more about Mario than you've admitted. All I can say is this Mario What's-His-Name must be quite a guy, the way everybody's in such a lather trying to find him. Me, I'm looking for 
Someone from Wakefield, too. You are? Sure. Well, I told that dumb sergeant. And this Russo, too, I told them, and they wouldn't listen. The only reason I bought the Wakefield paper was on account of I thought I might find out where this character is, the one I'm looking for. If you'll give me his name, I might be able to help you. Yeah, that's an idea. You really think you could give me a hand in locating it? I've lived in Wakefield all my life. I know just about everyone in town. Well, this bird's name is Tom. Tom Borden. Let me see. Uh, there's a Borden family that lives over near Huntsville. But I don't believe... No, no, it couldn't be the same family. They have only one boy, and his name is Loring. Besides, he's only about 16. <laughs> That's a little young for me. Tell me a little more about this young man you say you've been trying to find. Well, I told a whole story to Jackson. Anyway, there's not much to tell. Tom, you made a big pit. We were engaged to be married. Said he was kind of hard up temporarily, and well, I'll lend him some money for a couple of weeks. I give him 300 bucks, and he skipped out. That's all. I don't wonder you want to find him. Yeah. Sure was a stinking thing to do. At the moment, just offhand, I can't seem to place this man. Are you sure he lived in Wakefield? Lady, at this point, I'm not sure of anything. That's what he told me. Perhaps I'll place him when I have time to think it over more carefully. Well, if you do, you'll be sure and let me know. If you've been reading the Wakefield paper, as you say, I'm rather surprised you don't remember reading about Mario Descari and the fact that he disappeared. Oh, that's not so funny. After all, I was concentrating on this other guy. I didn't pay much attention to most of the stuff I read. And yet, you remembered about Lily Devon and the supper club. That's because I'm always interested in entertainment and such. I did a little dancing once. You might say it was kind of a sideline. And then you remembered my name, too. Oh, well, Mrs. Lane, you seem to be quite active around town. Your name always... Pops up here and there every issue of the paper. Guess it just stuck in my mind. Perhaps another name stuck in your mind, too, Anna. Perhaps you may remember reading about Mario Descari's wife. Her name is Carla. Carla Descari. Sorry, it doesn't ring any bells. The story is quite interesting. Would you like to hear it? Say, Mrs. Lane, how about having a drink with me? I was just having a quick one when you blew in. I'm... About ready for another one, myself. No, thank you. <laughs> well, I know you're not the drinking type. But you can never tell sometimes. Lots of times you'll see a real respectable-looking babe sitting at a bar bending her elbow with the rest of the gang. Well, I'm not an elbow bender. You don't know what you're missing. You got something on your mind? If you're worried, there's nothing like it. A couple of drinks, you feel fine. Personally, I've always thought it best to work out a problem instead of trying to forget it. You see, just blotting it out doesn't mean you've gotten rid of it. That's just postponing the issue. Maybe postponing, but it's fun in the meantime. I'm sure you won't join me. No, thank you. I need something to pick me up. <sighs> now, where were we? I was going to tell you about Carla Descari. Oh, yeah. Gary's wife. It's partly because of Carla that I'm so anxious to find Mario. If a guy leaves home and stays away, it looks to me as if he must be kind of tired of the little woman. Oh, but it wasn't like that in this case. Not at all. Well, this guy must have had some reason for leaving his happy home. He had what he considered a good reason. 
But you see, he was very much mistaken. How come? Sounds to me as if his wife was playing around or something like that. Maybe he was sick and tired of letting her get away with it. Anna, what makes you think Mario's reason for leaving Wakefield was based on jealousy of his wife? Well, the usual reason people have trouble with it. Why, no. I wouldn't say it was. Maybe you ain't seen the more rugged side of life like I have. Perhaps not. Anyway, go on with your story. Maybe you'll pick up as you get into it. Right now, it's sure beginning to sag. Mario's an emotional sort of person. He very often acts first and thinks later. And unfortunately, he heard a rumor that his wife was too friendly with another young man in Wakefield. It wasn't true. What that... makes you think it wasn't true? I've known Carla Descari since she was a little girl. I've watched her grow up. Believe me, Mario and Carla depend on each other for everything. They're inseparable. Well, they should. They're separated now. Yes. But they must be brought together again. Mario hurt Carla very badly. She might have died. And yet all the time she was lying in the hospital suffering. Her only thought was for him. Whether he had warm clothes to wear. Whether he had enough to eat and a place to sleep. She never blamed him for what happened. For the unhappiness he caused her. A long-suffering type. Well, give me a woman who lets out a yell when she gets a raw deal. That's human. Not that this Carla did get a raw deal. I still say she must have had it coming to her. No, Anna. Carla never deserved the misery she's been made to suffer. She and Mario, too, were the victims of evil, malicious, slanderous talk. That's what Mario must be made to understand. Then he'll want to return home and put things right. But unless we can find him, he'll go on believing the falsehoods about his wife which caused the trouble to begin with. That's why I hoped so much you'd be able to help us locate him. I told you before, I don't know anything about this guy. Look, I'm sleepy. We should go away and give me some peace. This place has been like Grand Central Station all day, and I'm tired. My gosh, why does everybody have to come around pestering me? I'm not going to help you. I don't know anything, I tell you. And even if I did, I'd never let on. You might just as well beat it. Because you'll never get anything out of me. But despite the girl's violent denial, Aunt Mary was certain from Anna's reactions that she did know about Mario. Captain Russo had suggested Anna was shielding Mario because she was in love with him. And today, Anna's bitterness concerning Mario's wife and his love for Carla had convinced Aunt Mary the captain was right. Perhaps she could appeal to Anna's love for Mario, persuade her she must talk for Mario's own happiness. 